Welcome to Whatever Works, our unique fortnightly podcast in which we talk about whatever works in our lives and in the lives of our community members. Find us at whateverworks.works. And why not join our community? Simply search for Whatever Works at mewe.com and get stuck in. <coughs> you think I did something bad in another life? <coughs> I used to be a frog or something. Oh, yeah, that sounds very religious. <coughs> Probably Hindu or something. Yes. Or, or no, what are they, the, the Baha'is? Yeah. The, the Baha'is think about. I think it is the Buddhas and the Eastern. You keep coming back as different things and it changes depending on how good you've been in your current life. I wouldn't mind being a frog, actually. Being less, less stress than being a film producer. You'd be all right until you get eaten by a dragon or something. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> shall we start? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being eaten alive. Um, right. And on the subject of being eaten alive, welcome to Whatever Works. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll with that, shall we? Hello, everyone. Welcome to Whatever Works. We like a rolling start, don't we? We're back with show 149. We're mm. nearly at 150. And it's show... Um, sorry, it's the middle of November at the moment, so we're here back again. Sorry about the mixed message about the delayed show, but we thought it was delayed and it wasn't, and we're back to normal. I'll shut up now. How are you, Aidan? Mea culpa, mea culpa. It was me. I'm sorry, guys, with my running around and things getting cancelled because of COVID and excuse after excuse. I'm here. I'm girding my loins to go to Germany again next week, but I'm in. I'm here and I'm ready to tell you what works in my life. How is your ailing? My ailing is weird because I've still got this cough. I'm fine. Thank you very much for asking. I'm no longer in ailment. I am well and fit and going about my day-to-day life, but I've got this wretched cough that won't go Mm. away. Maybe it's long COVID, and I say that without joking. I wonder if it is possibly some kind of symptom. I don't know. I'm fine, thank you, uh, but I still apologise if I go on coughing yet again. Can you taste things and smell things? I can taste things and smell things, yes. Particularly yes. coffee. We have a, a coffee-heavy <laughs> show today, don't we? Never a problem with me, sir. <laughs> right, whateverworks.works is where you'll find all the links to the stuff we're going to talk about today. And MeWe Group is where we try to encourage everyone to natter about whatever works in their lives. So do head across there, join in. Links in the show notes if you can't um, see that anywhere else. Or if you do get lost, tedsalmon.com is where you'll find everything. And aidenbell.com is for Aiden, but don't offer him any work because he's got enough at the moment. Coming up to do Panto, pa- panto and um, a director's job. Indeed, yeah, directing a, f- uh, a safety exciting. video in Germany next week and directing Dick Whittington in Boston a couple of weeks yeah, after yeah. that. There's Aiden variety in for work. you. Thank you, yeah, sir. Yeah. Well hey, done. isn't coffee the smell that they use to get rid of other smells? If you're in a posh department store smelling perfume, they always tell you to smell coffee in between to get rid of the smells, and you put coffee in cupboards that. to get rid of smells as well, don't right. you? I didn't know that, but it's if it's true, it's a certainly a whatever works top tip. <clears throat> Absolutely. Right, is it my turn? <laughs> let me tell feedback. you. Let me feedback. tell you about feedback from Duncan Robertson, who says, "Now you may remember I, I I whinged last show about QR codes and ordering with your ready phone with a ruddy QR code in a restaurant when you just want to be yeah. with your friends and eat." Duncan Misery. Robertson takes a different view. He says, "I'm all for ordering Q, using QR codes at pubs and restaurants. They're generally, <clears throat> excuse me, more efficient." And it means I spend more time talking to my friends and my family who I'm with and less time trying to get service at the bar or from passing waiters. 
If you go to Yo Sushi, you can pay and order online and your food and drink can be delivered by the conveyor belt so you never have to speak to anyone. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? I take a middle ground because my reaction to that is how awful. What's the point in going out if you don't have any human interaction whatsoever? But yeah, yeah I guess it's something for everyone. I guess that's the point, isn't it? That you know that this is my kind of approach. To be honest, keeping <laughs> away from keep keep away from the riffraff, and um and keep say yourself keep yourself to yourself. I suppose the experience of going out is more than interacting with other members of the human race. It's it's also about seeing different things and changing the four walls and 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 observing what's going on. It's not just about talking exactly. To other that was my point last show, Ted. And therefore, that also includes looking at the menu, seeing what artwork they've used, in being impressed by the font or not, looking through, the, it, rather than just staring at a QR code in a phone. But you could look at that on the wall. I'm sure that these places have got wall menus, They even if they haven't got them on bits of paper. Anyway, I, I don't know. Each to their own, as Absolutely. we always say. A fair point, Duncan, and I, and I definitely fall in between the two on that one. So my, I previously had talked about, I don't know if you remember, but I was cooking eggs in a kettle. As one does. And it seems to work really well. We'll come back to that a bit later, actually. But I thought to myself, I'll tell you what happened. My mum's microwave broke down and um, they had to chuck it away. And I said to her, well, actually, the only thing I use my uh, microwave for these days really is um, making porridge. And you have mine and I'll see if I can find another way around it. So... I had decided to um, experiment with making porridge without a microwave and without a stove, without a cooker, but with just a kettle. And sure enough, it kind of works. So you get some fine porridge oats, not the really thick, fat ones, but some finer ones. Yes. And you put them in a bowl with a tightly fitting lid. Pour over about where well, you can add milk, a bit of a powdered milk, because if you add real milk, it'll make it cold, too cold, right. I think. But if you add a powdered milk and sugar or whatever you want else you want to put in it or nothing, um, you can, or, or in fact, if you're in Scotland, put salt in it. Ugh. Um, I, tried, <laughs> I, I tried that once. And, ugh, salt in porridge. Anyway, um, the so so you then put the, um, the, the the water on it, the boiling water on it from the kettle, seal the lid up, and shut it down tight for like about half an hour, 20 minutes, half an hour, and stir it up again on the on the way out. And it seems to work. It's it's not quite the same, to be to be honest. It's not quite as well done, but it's it's absolutely edible and it's absolutely fine. Is it still hot after 20 or 30 minutes? Yeah. Well, it's hot enough to eat it's, yeah. for, for <clears> me. <throat> it's not piping hot. But that depends also what sort of container you put it into. When I mean, if you put it into a, a metal if you well, if you put it into a flask say for example, then um, if you stuck it in a flask. I, actually, I never thought of that. Oh, That's okay. a good idea. I'll try a flask that'll be your next report. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the 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 point was, um, life with a kettle can you, you? I'm I'm discovering some things that you can do with that. I'll come back to it later. Anyway, who's next? Well, do you know what I was going to say? That that isn't necessarily the sort of thing I would jump to try. But on the other hand, in the old days when I was touring and I would be in hotel after be, bed and breakfast after guest house and possibly only have a kettle. Wow, I wish I knew you then, Ted. That would have been a great, yeah. great, good, good tips. Thank you, sir. I'll tell you the other thing I discovered in this whole um, affair of the microwave was that microwave ovens have gone up in price. When we bought these microwaves, which was about, well, we brought it on the show probably about three years ago, 
they were about, I don't know, 20 quid or 25 quid down at Curry's or whatever. And now the cheapest one I could find was 55 quid. And I said to my mother, I'm not paying 55 quid for a microwave just so I can have porridge. Hang it. Anyway, <laughs> it may, may be because of Brexit, everything's just gone up in price. You're right, because while you were talking, I want I was facetiously looking on, on Amazon so I could say, no, 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 that's not true. But you're quite right. You are <laughs> absolutely right, sir. I was yeah. expecting the lower price range, too. Yeah, those uh, are the days. Anyway, moving on. If you haven't got any money... <laughs> You can have Christmas dinner in a tin. Yay! Christmas dinners in a can promises answers to supermarket shortages, it says here in my recording note. Festive Heinz soup tin contains big chunks of turkey, pigs in blankets, <laughs> sprouts and stuffing balls. The company will produce 500 cans of the Christmas dinner big soup this year. That doesn't sound much. Yeah, I think I think I thought that might be a misprint. I think that must be must be fifty thousand or so. I mean, yeah. five hundred. They're going to be on <laughs> on eBay for a fortune. The days of yeah. peeling potatoes, prepping sprouts, and basting turkey could be numbered if this festive if this new festive offering catches on. Again, it is not something I jump at. But again, in the days of of if you're in a situation where all you've got is a kettle to do latent heating, or I suppose you'd need a microwave or some sort of a pan to heat this up in. But there no, you go. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You if just you open the tin and eat soup. it. No, no, well, yes, I do do that, and I and you oh. can do that. It's all cooked inside. But what I was going to say was, coming back to the kettle, you could, oh, of course, if you wanted, yes, hot water. Take the, yes, yes. Take take the lid off of the um of the the the, the, the can of soup, right? Stand, Stand it, it yes. in the bottom of the kettle, half fill it with water, shut the lid. Boil the kettle and then leave it for half an hour. And I bet you it would be... I haven't tried that, but I bet you it would be... You know be what? If you ever did Desert Island Discs, I know what your luxury <laughs> item's going to be now. A kettle! <laughs> You'll be sorted for life, Ted. <laughs> yeah. Right, OK. So, uh, incidentally, those Heinz soup cans, tins of food, are really nice. And yes, I do. Um, I'm, I'm sure that people will think it's slovenly and lazy, but I do. I'm happy to eat them out of the can. I, I, or, you know, I mean, put it in a bowl if you want to, but just cold. I don't. Some things I just don't really want to heat up. Ooh, ooh, move anyway. on. Some things I can't touch unless they're heated up. Ugh, move on. <laughs> John Love is next, and he listened to the last show. Well done. He's our listener. Um, <laughs> and, and he was talking about... He was um, giving me some feedback on how the um, Amazon affiliate links percentages works. And I'll link in the show notes to the page he ended up at, which explains what things are the most profitable and what are not. And ah. and it seems to be categorised. Um, and the best thing you can get... Um, you can get 20% if you um, get people to buy games, Amazon games, um, fashion items are ten percent, um, and and on on down it goes. Consumables like beer and wine and all that that's six percent. Digital media, Kindle ebook, six percent, um, and then and then all the way down to three percent, one percent. And but there, there's a, a, a clear structure for it, which when I spoke on the last show, I had no idea about. So thank you, John. That's really useful to know. And that table has helped me to. Um, you know, think about which things, if I was going to push things onto people, which I don't want to do, 
um, the, the, the which which ones would be the more profitable. I was to just going to say, I'm I can smell some gentle nudging coming in on the show now. We're going to suddenly have lots of oh. Amazon games in review. Many people, <laughs> many people on Twitter particularly do that. They, yeah. they, you know, if you if you go to Twitter, the the um, you know, they, they they pick up on these high yield ones and they just put them in there, and it's it's basically advertising, but not only for Amazon, but but for, for the person doing it. I'm sure that people, influencers, and people, that's yeah. how they make. Money. And it comes back to that thing that you and Steve have discussed on PSC before to do with how much you can really trust a phone review because the person is being yeah. paid or, or benefited yeah. by reviewing positively. Exactly. And it's the same here then, isn't it? Somebody's suddenly saying, these games are wonderful, you should buy them. And that's actually rubbish. They just want their percentage. Yeah, absolutely. So, yes, it's a money go round and people are finding innovative ways to earn a living these days because they can't get jobs unless they're a lorry driver. Well, here's an innovative way of spending some money. Now, on the last show, Ted, you'll remember, and our, our, our dear listener, um, <laughs> John, will remember, that I got terribly excited by the Lenovo Smart Clock mm. 2, which you brought onto the show, which you have now noticed um, is only £34.99. If you buy it, I believe it's from Curry's. But beware, writes Ted Salmon, this is without the Qi charging plate. And if previous reports are correct, they are not going to sell it separately ever unless they change strategy. Yeah, I've been researching this as well, Ted, because I did get very excited about this. I'm also mm. now concerned, and I started a thread on the MeWe group, and a couple of kind people have responded, and I'm hoping to hear back some feedback about that, because as you know, Ted, I like to sleep in a lead-sealed tomb with neither light yeah. nor sound. <laughs> and so any, any, any kind of LED light or anything is going to keep me awake. So... I'm very happy with my Google Home because it's completely black. But if I say the OG command, the little LEDs pop on and stay on for about 20 seconds. And then when I haven't said anything else, they go off again. And this is very cunning because it means if I need to get up for a pee in the night, <laughs> I've just got to say OG and the light comes on and I can go and have my Wii and come back. So yeah. I want the Lenovo to do the same. So as I say, some kind people in me, we are looking into whether that would be the same affair. Um, it did look wonderful. It still looks wonderful. And I'm still extremely tempted. And I believe the, the list price is fifty nine ninety nine, isn't it? So thirty four ninety nine from Curry's is if you can live without the Qi charging plate, go for it, everybody. It looks wonderful. This is a Black Friday deal. Black Friday is coming up in about two weeks' time, but there's a lot, an awful lot of people doing early Black Friday stuff, so it's worth keeping an eye on that. Um, you, you seem to be quite convinced that if you bought one later on on eBay or something, you could buy the No, plate. I wouldn't say convinced. No. I'm just right. hopeful. But what I did notice is if anybody like myself is desperate to have one now, you can. Act, they are to be found through eBay from America. You can actually buy an, And because they're so much cheaper in America than they are in the UK, it, you could get one from America for about 65, 70 quid, which is what I believe the UK price is going to be when the Qi charging plate version comes out. Uh, 75. In the UK, 75? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, the one I found on eBay worked out at, I think, £70.99p. So right. you could actually buy one now from America for the same price that you would in, in due course pay in the UK. Except, of course, you've got to wait for it to come over from the States and possibly pay customs. I might actually get one because I am not that bothered about the... Um, about the um, oh, the, the, the plate. Oh, good. Yeah, then you can do because... the test for me with the with the light. <laughs> <laughs> but the trouble is, I'm I'm still questioning whether is this is this. I'm going to click click through and see if it's still on. Oh, the um, offer. Yeah, I mean, well, as you yeah, say, yeah, if it's it a pre yeah. pre Black yeah. Friday, then it should still be on until yes. It is. Go it on, is Ted. Buy one. <laughs> Let, let's see if they um uh, let's see if they'll deliver it to me. 
Oh, yeah, they will deliver it to me. Th three to five days. Splendid. Yeah. Free. Right. Free delivery. You heard it on air, folks. Ted's going to I buy one just, and test yeah. the LED capacity. Store. I might just get that but because it does look nice. And I, I, unlike you, I'd be happy to leave it on all night. That doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that it's intelligent enough to be able to program it to say, you know, switch yourself off at one in the morning and come back on at nine or whatever it is. I'll tell you when it arrives. Thank you, sir. What else have you got? I should test it out <laughs> fully for you. Just a quick one from Kickstarter. This is a tuck bike, something I'd never seen before, so I thought I'd mention it. And it is a bicycle, a folding bicycle. We've seen lots of those. We used to have some of those, and they worked really well. But this one even folds the wheels. So typically with folding bikes, because the wheels were the biggest part of the unfolding bit, yes. um, they, they tended to have small wheels, bikes with small wheels. If you saw a bike with these tiny wheels, that was a folding bike. Whereas this one um, on Kickstarter, which they're trying to push forward, is... Um, got the the wheels folding as well. So they fold into three, and when you see it all folded up, it actually does look very compact, certainly small enough to get into the average car boot, for example. Um, and it just looked really interesting. A, a new idea and um, innovative um, thoughts on folding bikes. I wonder how good the tyres are, though. If they fold up and unfold, there's going to have to be a pretty good, strong, safe system in order to do that. But as you say, Ted, very yeah. interesting. And if you, if, you, think... if you need one to fold up tiny, then excellent. I think that there's this material coming out these days where um, tyres will not be full of air. Yes. Um, and I can't remember what it's called now, but I saw I read an article about that. But but that that actually opens up possibilities if you haven't got to put air in your tyres. Ian Barton, Judge Barton, would know all about this. Yes, I believe that material is called hope. <laughs> Ian Barton <laughs> is actually next, and he brings us. Now, it's a no the, 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 the price point is fairly high, but I think if you have the use case, this sounds wonderful. It's a Garmin Varia, I don't know if I said that right, RTL515, uh, and it's a bike light with a radar built in at the back. Ian says mm. it's intended for cyclists and probably isn't much use for anything else. It has a, it's a rear lamp that has a built-in radar. If you have a compatible cycle computer, such as Garmin or Element, or maybe that's Element, it will display a stripe down the side of your bike computer. The radar can detect vehicles up to about 100 metres behind you and will display an icon of the vehicle on the computer showing how far away it is. I've had this about two years now and was initially sceptical about how useful it might be, However, I wouldn't go out without it now. It's particularly useful on narrow country roads where it's difficult for vehicles to overtake safely and you get an early warning that something is coming up behind you. Also useful in towns where you can see how many cars are stacked up behind you waiting to overtake. Now, that's interesting because Ian also links to a video, uh, the first part of which I did watch. I must admit it was quite a long video. I didn't watch it all. But the guy reviewing was saying he didn't find it so useful in town um, and it got itself a bit, uh, got its knickers in a twist a bit in town. But Ian seems to have a different uh, opinion there. It looks wonderful. Now, the problem is, dear listener, it's £169. So you've really got to want one of these. But I mm. wish I cycled and I wish I needed one because it's the kind of geeky thing that I'd love to have a radar for your bike how about you Ted you do bike I wonder why I, I don't know I wonder why it's different to having a camera or maybe it's um, the camera uh, is too power hungry or something and, and it's too much trouble to do whereas this this radar well, I suppose the camera will only show you an image and you have to decide for yourself how far away it is whereas a radar will actually give you feet and inches as it were to how far away the object actually is from you yeah 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 I suppose <laughs> so yeah yeah all very clever stuff isn't it Incidentally, element is a word, and it's some sort of bike computer that um, Ian linked to. Okay. 
So he said you can link it with your Garmin or your Element computer. Yeah, very good. Thank you, Ian. Good stuff. 169 quid. Yeah, as you say, you'd really have to want one, wouldn't yes. you? Yes. I really wanted my coffee machine. Here we go. The, the, the start of the it coffee begins. now. <laughs> the Tassimo I was talking about on the last show, because I thought I got it for £5. That's Turns right. out, which I'll come to in a minute, <clears throat> turns out that that wasn't quite the case. But anyway, um, the Tassimo um, Sunny, as it's called, Special edition on sale um, at Amazon for twenty nine ninety nine. I actually got it for twenty four ninety nine because there's a voucher on it, but I think that's gone now. Anyway, in it's a very great. fetching sandy colour, I must add. Yeah, that's the cream colour, which is the special edition one. You don't normally apparently get it in that colour. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, it works as uh, as expected. Really, the the only downside is that the reservoir is quite small. So, um, if you had a family. Uh, you know, you, you really wouldn't want one with uh, such a small yeah, reservoir. Yeah. You just keep filling it up all the time. But it does, for me, living alone, it does three mugs of coffee for me. Um, I use the Americano XL, and it does three of those. If you didn't have the XL, it would do more, of course. And if you do espresso or whatever, it would do even less. Um, otherwise, it's great, though. The reservoir is at the back, which is quite um, annoying traditionally, except that in this case... They thought about that because if it's up against the wall, it's really difficult to get out. But they thought about that because in this machine, they put a little handle, a little carry handle at the top, and you just pull it out nicely and then carry it across, and fill it up, and put it back. I I know that nicely. my coffee machine, my famous uh, Sage Barista, does that. It's very very useful, isn't it? I enjoy that function. Yeah. So I know that there are purist coffee snobs out there, some not too far away from me now. <clears throat> but but to me, <laughs> it's a me, terrible cough I've got. <laughs> it, it tastes absolutely great. I know that there are people out there, and we'll come to to Chris in a minute, who will say, "No, it's not right." And also, um, Robert McCrowan is the same. No, it's not right. You've got to do coffee properly, and you'll probably say the same. But to me, it tastes it's it's easily as good as the stuff that you buy for two pound a cup down at the the local coffee shop. And to me, that is really really nice coffee. Now I do get the whole thing, um, which is. You know, I've got this um, AeroPress, which Chris bought for me, and I do use that, and it's nice, absolutely fine, really, really nice. But for me personally, the stuff that I get down at the coffee shop is good enough, and this tastes very, very similar. And it's 12p a cup instead of the two quid down the road, so that's 80 cups for a tenner I worked out. Yes. Um, but you know, I, I, each to their own, I suppose. You'll, you'll you'll tell me in a minute about your bean to cup stuff and and grinding and blah 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 and um, as Greta Thunberg would say. But it's <laughs> right. I'm going to come in right now. I'm going right, to. Okay. Can I say? You'll be surprised, Ted. I have. I, I'm not. I don't. I, it's it's coffee and water and milk and sugar if you want it. I think coffee is becoming like wine. I mean, you know all that sort of refined, gentle hint of oak compounded oh, with yes. an essence of Rather, tannin. Yes. I'm afraid coffee is <laughs> going the same way. And and again, I'm no disrespect to people like um, Chris Kelly, who do indeed enjoy making a proper cup of coffee. For me, as long as it's a ground bean and it's in a cup with hot water, I'm happy. So blah, blah, blah to you, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, there you go. I'm very happy with it. And for 25 quid, um, I thought it was a bargain. Now, I did say that I thought I was getting it for a fiver. Yes. Because there were two £10 vouchers for coffee in it. But when you open it up and look at this voucher, it says you've got a minimum minimum spend oh. of 25 quid. You've got, to, you've got to order them from the Tassimo website. Um, so, you, so I was working out that the minimum spend of 25 quid, you'd have to buy five of them, which ends up being... 
being £27.45. The postage was £3.99. Add those together, you get to £31.44. Take away the £10 voucher, and it's £21.44, right, for the pack. The six-pack, which is more than five, incidentally, from this Tassimo Direct, the six-pack in Amazon is £17.50. <laughs> so it's, it's £4 cheaper to buy them from Amazon. And that's the price without subscribe and save as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so this, to this amazing £10 voucher deal was really just a bit of a scam um, because you can just get it cheaper elsewhere. But even so, I'm not unhappy because even for £24.99, I think it's a really, really nice little machine. It does well for me living alone. I can't disagree, Ted. As I've said, my I, my opinion of coffee is actually very similar to yours. If it tastes good, then that's fine. And yeah, I mean, be careful of snake oil financial offers that aren't really offers at all. But otherwise, no, I'm, I think you've yeah. done well there, Ted. Well done, sir. How kind of you to say, sir. Do carry on. I thank you so much. Another kind gentleman is Steve Heinrich, who has kindly written to us to say multifunctional office <laughs> desk pads are wonderful. Steve has said. Steve says I recently picked up this multifunctional office desk pad, reversible desktop pad, to protect the refinished tabletop I work on every day. It is essentially a giant mouse pad. It has a leathery, soft feel and texture to it, but the texture is not intrusive and it's still very smooth, making it uh, uh, making using it as a mouse pad viable. It's very easy to wipe down as well. Overall, I'm very happy with the look and quality, having chosen the grey over grey version, it says here. <laughs> Steve chose the grey version over the grey mm -hmm. one. OK, we have a typo somewhere. He, he opted for the grey version. I believe there are others available. No, no, I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's light grey and dark grey. Oh, the grey over grey. Yeah, I yeah. see, having chosen the grey over grey <laughs> version. OK, I thought choosing the grey over the grey version. There are lots of colours available. Just read on, Aidan, you ninny. Available, and several manufacturers on Amazon are offering the same same product. Here's another with a link he gives us, which will be in the show notes. Yeah, I like the look of this very much. I was really quite tempted to snap one up and then I noticed it said ultra thin as if that was a benefit. And as we know from my rants of old, I don't like living in a world where smaller and thinner and tinier is better. I like things that are crafty and hefty and have some weight and some form to them. So ultra thin didn't appeal. But otherwise, this does look like a whopping great big mouse pad and well worth having. What do you think? The one that I've, the one that I've linked to is um, not the one that Steve originally linked to in the post because um, that one was unavailable. So I tried to find one that was similar. Now, to be fair, the one I've linked to is not double-sided. It's one-sided right. with a rub, rubber base. So it may not be thin as you think it is. No, that would suit um, me personally better then. Thank yeah. you, Ted. <laughs> but I was trying to work out 40 centimetres, whether it will fit in on my desk, 40 centimetres depth by 90 centimetres wide. I guess the width one would be all right, but 40 centimetres deep. Well, there are these I'm things sure called tape measures, Ted. If you try one and hold it yeah, against was, your uh, desk. <laughs> so once again, Ted is now measuring his desk live on it. I tell you what, the one that Ted has found does actually come in a variety of different colours. Right, I'm just trying to fill dead air for you, Ted, while you're measuring your desk. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it's um, oh. there's ten percent off this one as well. There's a voucher for ten percent off. So not only is it reduced from eighteen quid to um, just under ten, but there's another ten percent voucher. So it's another quid off, by basically. Basically. However, the one that St T Steve found in the first place is also well. The pictures <laughs> changed as well. Actually, linking to that one, it seems to have changed its imagery and its pictures as well, and also looks more exciting. So there you go, folks. Oversized mouse pads, well worth looking into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll link to two of them in the show notes. 
um, and then people can make their own minds up as to which one is the more interesting. Actually, I think the one that Steve linked to originally is the nicer one um, than the one I linked to. Anyway, there you go. Right, let's get back to coffee. We've been away from it for too oh, long. At least five minutes, yes. Chris Kelly has bought the fellow Ode Brew Grinder. For some time, I've been hand-grinding my morning coffee beans, and I've decided to go electric. I've opted for the aforementioned fellow ode gr- belt gr- br- brew grinder oh, one of them. I, <laughs> I love the minimalistic aesthetic which um, has a hint of the obelisk from 2001 it's reassuringly heavy at four and a half kilos you'd like that there's a huge dial on the front that goes up from two to 11 at the course oh steve litchfield <laughs> would like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I've set it on the finest setting. This is the biggest drawback of the grinder. It doesn't do really, really fine. So espresso is not an option, says Chris. What it does do is produce a very consistent grind, very quietly and really quickly. This is due to the large, flat burrs. We're going to get technical now. So what used to take around 40 seconds now takes about six seconds. The ode is intended to deliver a single dose, so there are no large hoppers on the top which means it has a low profile, not much taller than my coffee mug, he says. The bin that catches the grounds has a magnet in the base, which satisfyingly snatches it from your fingers to centre it under the output chute. It has a... I hope you're keeping up here. It has a smallish start-stop button on the lower front right corner, but it senses when there's nothing left to grind and auto-stops after a few seconds. All in all, I think it's a well-designed, made-and-made grinder, and after a couple of weeks of use, I can confirm that it works superbly. At a mere £290... I also think it's a bargain. Is that, he thinks that's a bargain. Oh. Well, well, it's compared to my hand grinder. So presumably the hand grinder costs even more. Oh 290 quid. Wow. It does look nice, to be fair. looks really nice. And if the whole coffee thing, going back to what we said before um, earlier, if the whole coffee thing is your hobby and you really get great pleasure out of it, then 290 quid is a, a budget mobile phone. So, you know, I yeah, good for Chris. 200? Ninety pounds to save thirty-four seconds on grinding your coffee. <laughs> no, but but ser- <laughs> seriously, folks. Again, as as we say, if it's something that gives Chris pleasure, that he enjoys using, and gives him the coffee that he wants, then absolutely, why not? No, money well yeah. spent. If you've got that money, and, spend it. And he doesn't have to use his elbow anymore to do it manually, or once a year. Head <laughs> stop tips. Head stop tips. Head stop. Ian Watson is back. Yay. And says, following Ted's porridge thing, I get the reduced (laughs) bunches of bananas from our local co-op for less than 10p and freeze them. The very ripe ones are great to put in porridge. There's a top tip. And, Ian says, going on, I tried eggs in the kettle a few times after Ted suggested it. When one of the eggs cracked, it left a white scum around the kettle. So now I use my air fryer. There you are, you see? So I love all this outside-the-box thinking, cooking eggs in an air fryer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Why not? That sounds really good. I'd like to see how that's done. Um, Yeah, the the cracked egg thing, I think I said before, it happened to me once. But to be fair, it was easily cleaned out. It wasn't a big problem. Um, It never happened again. It was probably a cracked shell on an egg or something. 
Um, also, I've discovered that you can use a roasting bag. And, and if you are fearful about that, you know these roasting bags you get yes, from Sainsbury's? Yes, yes, Yeah. You, if you put the egg inside one of those, apparently you can put that in the kettle. And so if it does explode, then it, you don't get mess everywhere. Um, and also, the other thing I discovered was that you could, you know these, if you, um, you might be too posh for this, but if you go to Sainsbury's, you can buy fish in a bag. Boil in a bag fish, right? I'm too posh for Sainsbury's, darling. I go to Waitrose, of course. <laughs> in the old days, I used to get these bags, and they were great. You put them in boiling water. Oh, I and know you these. Didn't, yeah, lovely. Yeah, lovely. You, you didn't have to um, break the, the bag open unless you were going to be microwaving them, right? Yep. So if you're going to put them in boiling water, you left them sealed. Yep. And these things you can chuck in the kettle as well. So the same thing happens. Same thing applies. Latent heat. So don't expect it to be done in five minutes. But if you put it in to boiling water in the kettle, leave it for half an hour or something, and it, the, the thing will, yes. will latent heat cook itself. So, yeah, But we should stress, don't have the kettle on, because the actual heating element will wreck the plastic. No, you're not, you can't, you can't use you can't yeah. use a kettle. No, 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 you can't use a kettle with a heating element. It's got to be one of these ones where the element. Oh, is not okay, exposed. even even more yeah. even more safety conscious. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. We we I think we said that on okay. the last show because um, one of the things they said was that if you use one for doing eggs, is that it burns the shell of the egg if it's got an element. Right. So yeah, you need close, you need yes. a flat a okay. flat bottom kettle. Have you got a dishwasher, Ted? Uh, my no, not personally. Oh, I was going to say because I know you'd be the kind of person who'd be wrapping potatoes in silver foil and put them in the dishwasher. And fish, we tried yes, fish once. Yes, fish too. You can put a fish in the dishwasher and cook it. Yeah, there, there are some innovative ways. I was focusing on kettles because that seems to be the lowest common denominator. Everyone's got yes, a kettle. Yes. And the more stuff you can think about. There's also these um, salmon things you can get. If you buy salmon from um, uh, Iceland, uh, again, probably far too common for you, but in Iceland <laughs> they, sell, they sell salmon. I'm going to duff you up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and each of these salmon fillets is in its own bag, yes. the same as the, you know. Um, and you can just stuck, chuck those in there as well. D but don't open it first, obviously. I watched a TV programme not long ago where they, they cooked a meal in, under a car bonnet. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. They prepared yeah. a meal and they stuck it under the bonnet and then drove up the motorway for an hour and then dinner was ready. It was a lovely yeah, idea. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? And we've, we've all probably seen the people in in the likes of um, uh, Cairo cooking eggs on, on stones. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, because it's just so blooming yes. hot or in Saudi Arabia. Yes. Um, oh, yes, anyway. and they do it in America. You crack an egg onto a car bonnet and fry it and that sort of thing. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, innovative ways of cooking. I, I was actually quite pleased that the microwave went away, so I started to think out of the box a bit and find other ways yes, of doing it. you could probably things. just put an egg down and talk to it for a long time, Ted, because I think hot air would probably have the same <laughs> effect. How rude. <laughs> right, I've been rethinking time as well in my Ted's Top Tips. I wonder if people could live with one of these innovative clocks. One of the clocks I linked to in the MeWe post has um, doesn't it has one hand on it, and the the, the face of the um, the clock is divided up into seven segments, one for each day, and the hand goes round. So instead of um, you knowing exactly what minute and hour it is, it points to to in this case it's it's sectioned up into six hour slots. So the 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 hand um, in this question in this point is pointing to Friday, and it, you can see that it's just after the first six-hour segment. So it's quarter past six in the morning on Friday, and 
it just seemed like an interesting, different way of thinking about time and, and how we look at time. And uh, do we need to know the exact absolute minute is? Well, obviously, for some things, if you've got a doctor's appointment, you need to. But um, generally speaking, perhaps we don't need to be so... Um, hard and fast about these things there's also another interesting clock face these um fr are from a company called um what's the company called uh day clocks and that they've got a couple of a few designs and it's quite interesting so so that's the other one i've linked to is not instead of getting one to 12 around it, it's got one to 24 around it this one does have ha minute hand and second hand as well but um instead of it pointing in the traditional way in this case it's pointing to um what is what is it pointing to? Well, yeah, no, for... I have to say, I found these fascinating and I would be very happy to have either of them on my wall. The first one I love, it goes round once a week. Yeah. The second one, it is harder. I think the second one, the 24-hour one, there is a learning curve involved. You have to stare at it for a little while to work it out. But basically, you've got 24 sections instead of 12. I know, I know what it is. On the inside, it's, it's, yeah. The, the, inside the inside ring, gives that's you right. The minutes, yes. So it's 10 past... Eight, yes. isn't it? So it's pointing to four and twenty, and it's ten past. So actually, eight. that one is still pretty accurate. You could get your doctor's appointment yeah. from the second clock. Yeah. But I yeah. really do enjoy the first one, Ted, very much. That only goes round yeah. its face once a week, and as you say, yeah. you don't need to know to the very minute. You know, oh well, it's roughly mid morning on Friday, and that's sufficient for a lot of people. Yeah, indeed, and a lot of, uh, for a lot of situations. So anyway, just um, interesting, different. You know, it's probably to do with slowing down and not working so much. Um, and 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 deadlines um, are not that critical when you're not at work any longer. I suppose we could call um, it the lockdown clock. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, right. Let's move on. I wonder who bought it. I wonder who bought this, which is going back to coffee. Never more coffee. It's, I, I told you it was the coffee show. You did indeed. The, Aero, the AeroPress that I referred to earlier, which Chris Kelly kindly bought yes. me and is still in use, they have brought, apparently they brought this new one out called the AeroPress Go. Well, I don't know if it's new, but it's new to me. Um, and it is a travel version of the AeroPress. As if the AeroPress wasn't travel friendly <laughs> enough, they brought another one with a smaller, lighter footprint um, now apparently according to the air, the original the go is shorter meaning you make slightly less coffee mm -hmm. however the plunger according to this particular reviewer is far superior on the on the go it fits better into the chamber generates less leak leakage and slides more smoothly the go has some weight to it says this reviewer the accessories pack away into the included mug very neat neatly so i think possibly the the packing away of it gets you into a smaller mind you the one that chris sent me comes with its own carry bag and it's really not very big right. um but yeah this they obviously just wanted makes to make a bit more money smaller. yes okay yeah 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 <clears throat> it's the same 30 quid in cost as the original but the um this reviewer said it's better in some ways, um, certainly in the ways we've just described. Anyway, someone bought that, so thank you very much. Interesting one. It's called the AeroPress 10R11 Go Travel Coffee Maker. And thank you so much, everyone, for buying stuff with my Amazon affiliates link. If you want to do that, you can do that by pointing your Amazon at tinyurl.com forward slash Ted, sorry, Amazon Ted UK. Thank you so much. And read. Hey, 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 
I'm sorry, dear listener. You may have noticed I haven't brought a lot to the show. I'm I'm running around being busy, so I'm letting Ted bring things. <laughs> what have you brought Working. to keep us chips, Ted? Being productive for the country. Well done. <laughs> While I loaf about mucking about with podcasts. Not at all. What What has your loafing <laughs> found us, Ted? £4.85 for Olbus oil. Olbus oil is great, particularly in the summer, I find. It keeps your sinuses clear for those like me who have blocked sinuses. Anyway, the point was that this Olbus oil on Amazon is £4.85 on subscribe and save. And I looked in various outlets, including my local boots, £6.50. So it's a right rip-off everywhere else. Um, Asda and um, Sainsbury's, same thing, same kind of price, £6, over £6, £4.85 on subscribe. And so it is just over a fiver if you want to buy just a one-off, but um, significant saving to be had. And Olbus oil is great. It's a real natural product, keeps your sinuses clear, no need for tablets and chemicals and medication. Um, it's a really good natural product. Very good, Ted. I was just having a look. I've never used subscribe and save, and I was just wondering how often they're going to throw a, bo- a bottle of oil at you. But you can go up to a six months. <laughs> I was thinking you'd have to get through a lot of Olbus yeah. oil to do a subscribe and save, but not at all. Two weeks, one month, six, two, three, and then six months, six weeks, yeah. up to six months. So I was trying to I was trying to work out how often I need to do that with my coffee to get it a bit cheaper. Yes. Um, and I reckon that I'll get through a um, six-pack thingy in about... If I have one cup a day, it will take nearly three months. But if I have two cups a day, obviously six weeks. So I'll have to choose one of those things you've just described. There you go. I want one, I want one, I want one. I want one of those. It's me! I've actually got something! <laughs> <laughs> I found these the other day and I'm being a cheapskate here because I'm bringing on to I want one of those something that actually only costs £8.99. So really, you, you could just say, for goodness sake, Aidan, just buy them. But I don't want to I, I don't want to spend money on Anslove Lazy Reader Glasses. Do you remember when we were kids and there was that thing in, in the back of the Beano called the Sea Bacuscope uh, that you could look round corners it was some strange, no. it was a sort of periscope affair that they sold for kids. Okay. The idea was you could sort of look into it and look round corner and see your mates and they didn't know you were looking at them. Some silly little thing with mirrors. <laughs> well, this is something similar. This is a pair of glasses, no doubt cheap, plastic, horrible glasses, but they've got mirrors at 45 degrees, which means you can lie down on your back and hold your book or your iPad or your phone at your waist and look up. <laughs> And read it because you're getting a reflection. <laughs> so really, it's just it's glasses for the extraordinarily lazy. Um, as I say, I mean, I'm not going to pay. I don't want to pay anything. I just love to have a pair and put them on and go, goodness, these are stupid, aren't they? And take them off again. They just struck me as amusing. And on my continuing my theme of glasses from the last show, I thought I'd bring you these Anne's Love Lazy Reader Glasses. Um, oh, they got one of these lovely long names at Amazon. Anne's Love Lady, Lazy Reader Lazy Glasses, Horizontal Glasses, Relaxed Glasses in Black, Non-Magnetic, Creative, 90-Degree Angle Bed Prism Spectacle Glasses. Read in bed while lying flat. So there we are. I was wrong about the 45 degrees. It's 90, of course. Um, There you go. (laughs) This is the same principle as an SLR camera. It it? really is. Yes. SLR glasses. There you go. (laughs) But but, but I wonder how they stop the image from being the wrong way around. Because if you apply it to two eyes... Um, isn't no? There is a very I, I, good thought, Mister. I'm not. A, I'm not a physicist. There must be two I mirrors think... in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good thought. 
Yeah. Unless they just don't bother. Maybe they don't. No, because it's sold for reading. I mean, if it was sold for looking, I could understand. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess one of us will have to take a punt and find out. Yeah, nine quid. You can take okay. the punt on that one. That was my thought entirely. Maybe we'll just I'd move rather, on. I'd rather spend 399 quid on a... You'll, you'll love this. This is a Project T1 turntable oh, yes. made of walnut. Oh, yes. Oh, and it's got that lovely sort of, of smoked plastic lid that I remember of old from these things. <gasps> Forget the lid. Stick with, <laughs> stick with the walnut. Can you imagine having a, a oh, something made of beautiful wood oh, like that? yes. And yes. this is not just an old-fashioned kind of thing. This is an up-to-date um, turntable. It's a Bluetooth turntable with a, a, a preamp built in um, oh. with wireless audio streaming. Oh. Now, the, the, the implications for that are that um, you, you don't have to plug speakers into it. It's got its own built-in Bluetooth output. So you can partner so, it up with all the Bluetooth speakers you've ever reviewed on the show. Yeah. Oh. Exactly, and you can and and you don't have to have this thing apart from power. You don't have to have it connected to anything. Now, of course, the purist is not going to want that. They're going to want to have the the um, their own yeah, amplifier blah, blah, blah. and their own speakers and blah blah blah. But for me, with my being happy with a a, a, a Tassimo coffee machine mentality, um, this would do me nicely. Um, heav very heavy chassis apparently. Good. Um, there's no spaces in it. It's, there's no plastics been used in in the construction. It's a solid piece of yeah. walnut, and it just looks lovely. Um, I, I, there's no way that I would spend four hundred quid on a turntable, particularly as I've got two already, um, which are underused. I have to admit. Um, but it's just it just anything made of wood. We've done wood before, haven't we? So many times. Yes. Anything made of wood, you think lovely wood, and not only wood but walnut. Wouldn't you just like one to oh, sit God, in the corner? Yes. And like other items we've <laughs> talked about, not so quite recently, it's that old meets new. It's that traditional old technology meets new technology in a good and satisfying way. Um, and yeah. again, I, I mean, it's the same. It's back to that, the, to the refined, gentle hints of oak in the wine rubbish. I, I agree with you, too, with audio. The audiophiles, it, it's all a bit silly and pompous. As long as you can hear yeah. it and it sounds decent, then that that's that does the job. Yeah, I want one, too. But again, I I'm haven't gonna, got I'm, 400 I'm gonna quid. I'm, I'm going to take a recording of that and play it back to you. <laughs> what you what you just said. As you as you you tell me that the files for our podcast are too small, they won't be any good. Uh, I'm talking about Aidan Bell <laughs> listening to his music. I'm not talking about professional production, darling. <laughs> I like this very much, Ted. I wish it wasn't 400 yeah. quid. But again, like you, I don't really have a use case. I've got a huge collection of old of old LPs, but I I don't even play them at all. Never mind occasionally. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I have to make myself, to be honest. I, I have to purposely sit down and say, you're not using this. For goodness sake, sit down and put a record on. And then I do. And, it, and it's great. And I enjoy it. But yeah, you're right. There's so many simpler ways of doing things these days. Yes, I wish I, wish I was still using it. <laughs> See what I did there? Very good. Still using it. Still I'm still using silicone <laughs> travel bottles. I brought these onto you the and show. Your, you and your links. <laughs> Me and my links. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you yeah. And, of you, course. you and your hooks. Of course. Um, 
Silicone travel bottles I brought to the show on the 16th of November 2019, show 95. You may remember, oh, yeah. I remember being silly and telling you how they, how sexy they were and they must be made out mm -hmm. of the same rubber as sex toys because they feel glorious. Um, yeah, yeah. And I still, I, I, I only have one. Uh, did I buy three? It seems to be that you can buy three. In that case, I've lost two of them, I have to confess. But one of uh, them sits in my travel case. It's got my shampoo in it. It travels with me. I use it when I'm ab abroad. I And I've never had any spillage with it. I've never had any problems with it. It's 75 milliliters, so I can fly with it without them confiscating it. Uh, and, it, you know, it, it's great. It's a very nice, cute, sexy <laughs> um, little bottle for, for, in my case, shampoo. But in your case, whatever you want to put in it. Coffee, <laughs> wine. <laughs> cannabis. Yes. Uh, nothing more um, to say. Sexy um, silicon travel bottles, very nice. Except you can't buy them. <laughs> um, oh, hang on a minute. There's, oh, there's, there's there another. A, there's another there lot for seven six, 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 There's another lot for six ninety nine, but they're not the same colours. Well, there was nothing in the stip, in the in the small print about you can only bring on to the show what you're still using, no, provided no, 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 it's no, still for no, sale. I'm no. just telling you what no, I'm still no, using. No. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I, I totally agree with you. It's just that I. Yes. Um, it's a shame that they can't still be bought. But if you click on the link top left, mm -hmm. there's another set which look really, really exactly the same, but they're just not. They're bright colours. Oh, I found the set in pink, orange, and blue. Yeah, yeah and they look no. identical. So if you can stand the yeah. garish colours, then they're probably equally sexy. Very nice. Yeah, I do like them. As I said at the time, it's just that I never go anywhere. So. <laughs> So stay at home and listen to your four hundred pound record player, Ted, and be happy. Yeah, I, now I um, brought this. Uh, I couldn't find it, but I know that I brought this to the show, and I can't. So I can't tell you which show it was. But it, it's a really simple USB flexible LED light thingy that I use as a bedside lamp. Um, I've moved the, the bedside lamp LED that I brought to the show a few shows ago. I've now moved into the lounge because I've found a better place uh -huh. for it. So this one, I remembered I got it in a drawer and I got it out and I put it by the bed and it's really nice. It works really well. It's got 10 LEDs on it. Um, it's not hugely bright, but for the bedside, it works really well. I don't need a huge amount of light. I don't read proper books like you probably do. Um, so most of the, the, the things I'm doing in terms of reading in, in bed are backlit screens. Um, so it works really well. really nicely. And, and apparently it uses at least 75% less electricity than a traditional bulb. So I thought, why am I sitting there with this um, old-fashioned bulb? <laughs> glowing yeah. and wasting electricity um uh, so it works really well plug it into a usb socket into any device you've got handy including a, a, a plug in the wall which is what i do um you tap the end of it with a finger to turn it on turn it off there's no f different colors there's no um degrees of brightness it's just simple it just works um, the bad news is that a bit like your um, oh, travel bottles, they don't sell them. Yeah, you can't get them anymore, which is a shame because it works really well. I think they've moved now towards these other ones that have got all these different shades and yes, you know the, yes. the rest of it. Um, and the simple ones seem to have disappeared a bit because I guess they've got cheaper to produce and what have you. So yeah. Anyway, there it is. I'll link to the show in the show notes anyway, even though you can't buy one. You've been a you've been a fan <laughs> of Gooseneck for quite a while. This stuff do you know, yeah. I swear you brought this onto the show quite recently, but maybe it was just a different LED light at that time. I think it was a different one, yeah. We 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 got one from my mum for a jigsaw. Oh, that we? might be the one. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
This is this is a much simpler one than but that, and it works. Certainly, fine. LED rocks. I mean, during the course of being a presenter of this show, I've gone from cursed LEDs, hate them, to aren't these LEDs great? You know, yeah, yeah. One has had to get used to the to the newfangled Indeed. technology. <laughs> now, my mouse ran out of battery this week, and it reminded me that these Amazon Basic mouses, mices, mice, <laughs> are just brilliant. I, I looked up my buying history on this. We used to, I used to buy them for my staff when I was at work, and I just issued to them to everyone. None of them ever ever went wrong. They're only about a fiver each, and they're just superb. They're very simple. They got two buttons and a and a scroll wheel, and they just work brilliantly. Two AAA batteries, hurrah! Um, you stick inside it. And they just don't go wrong. The one that I've got in my hand that I'm still using, and I put the new batteries in, I looked it up and I bought it in November 2011. So it's exactly 10 years old. Oh, wow. And it's still going, wow. still plugging away. Nothing goes wrong with them, really. They're, they're really, really good. The, the, again, the bad news is they don't seem to be available anymore. <laughs> Those cha- these things they don't stick with. Um, well, I suppose yeah, ten, 10 years, years later Come on. is probably yeah, but but it's a shame you can't get them because they really are excellent. And I can imagine that the whatever's the replacement now is not as good because they never are, are they? I had a lovely message from my sister the other day. We were chatting on Facebook, and then suddenly she sent a few bits of nonsense through and said, "Sorry, I just dropped my mouse on my cat." <laughs> <laughs> oh 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 oh! Yes, it's back in stock. Oh goodness! I thought something had happened. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. No, no. The 10-year-old mouse has returned. You can buy one, and Ted will provide link in the show notes. The bad news is, though... It's £480. Oh. Yeah, it's not a fiver any longer. It's £12.30. Oh, come on, that's still very, very good for a mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah for a yeah. mouse that's going to last it's, you for a decade. Uh, but they used to be cheapest chips as well as still using. But not Room 101. Ian Barton returns once again with an SD card packaging rant. Ian says... All stand, all stand for all the stand, judge. All stand for judge, Barton. Ian says, why do SD card manufacturers make it so uh, uh, hard to remove the card from the packaging? And Aidan says, here, here, my lad. I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> Cutting the cardboard, says Ian, and trying to peel off the plastic, even when it's supposed to have an ear to pull, almost yeah. always fails. I end up cutting the plastic bubble close to the card, trying not to damage it, while trying to prise the blasted thing out of its bubble. Yeah, I totally and utterly agree with you, Ian. We've had we've talked about this sort of thing on the show before. Packaging that's put together that you really need a degree in engineering to open. And, you know, Lord help yeah. you if you want to package it up and return it afterwards. Don't even go there. <laughs> The things that I have to um, get a knife to, which you shouldn't have to. So you, you buy stuff like coleslaw or or microwave curry thingies. And th- there's a cellophane over the top. And there's a tab, like Ian says, there's a tab. And you start to pull the thingy and it just comes off in a rim around the edge. <laughs> yes, yes, and you, yes. you have to get, you just got to get a, a sharp knife and cut. So why bother? Why not just say in the instructions, get a sharp knife and cut it off? Yes, Stupid yes. people. <laughs> Amazon had a campaign a few years back about frustration-free packaging, but where they were asking for feedback. But I seem, it seems to have fizzled out now. They've obviously thought better about yes. it. Well, my rant 
People who send social media messages, you know, you're chatting, there's a multitude of platforms now. You and I chat on Hangouts, Ted, I chat with my sister on Facebook, I've got friends on WhatsApp. But there's a problem that seems to be uh, across all platforms, which is people who send messages a line at a time. People will write, hello, Aidan, return. I got your message, return. I think we might do that, return. And you just keep getting little message after little message. And, and if you've got any kind of notification on, if you're quietly watching the television, your phone is having a merry fit with notification after notification. Why can't people simply write the message and then send it? That's all. It's a simple wit rant. I finished. Um, one of the... <laughs> One of the reasons, and, and actually when you and I are talking on um, Google Chat, one of the reasons I think people are tempted to do that is because while you're typing something in reply to the last person's message, they then jump in with another message and usurp what oh, you yes, were typing. Oh, yes, I can understand that. that that's, yeah. that's a sort of crosstalk where I'm just talking about yeah, somebody yeah. who might send an entire paragraph and I'm not even available at the time. But they'll send it line by line right. because, oh, people, okay. you know, okay. people don't realise that with many of these systems, when you hit the return key, it doesn't give you it doesn't go to the beginning of the next line like a typewriter. It sends the ruddy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And while we're talking about that kind of communication issue, I want to throw into Room 101 people who use the subject line in emails oh. to put their blubber message yeah. in. They just start typing their message in the subject line. Yes, For goodness yes. sake. I'm going off subject lines in emails anyway, because what ha tends to happen is I'll send you an email called recording question mark because I want to ask you whether we're recording on a certain day. And then we'll have a conversation and we'll start talking about record making a new jingle, whatever it is. And suddenly we're discussing something in a in a conversation that's called recording that's got nothing to do with recording. So right. that's if yeah that's if you use threaded emails. If you don't use threaded emails, if you if you use one by one emails, we have got into this kind of conversation mode, and Google encouraged that by by default. I think that G Gmail accounts now. Um, I know you don't use Gmail, but but um, G Google have um, uh, encouraged this conversation threading view. Um, but you can turn yeah, it no, off. No, I don't use any kind of threading. I'm just talking about if I send you an email with a with a subject and you send it back, it will say re colon subject. And if I then write to you, if I then reply to you and say, oh, and while we're chatting, I need to ask you about how to cook a haggis. You'll still get an email that's called recording, but I'll be asking you about how oh, to cook I see. a haggis. Okay. That's okay. all. Right. OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's a way around that, really, because you can't change subject. Yes, lines, I, I, I'm starting to just not bother with subjects or give them something absolutely arbitrary like umbrella. <laughs> just so that it's yeah, got yeah, nothing to yeah. do with anything. Or you could just put the, 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 date, the date. Yes, stamp yes. In it. Or yeah. hello. <laughs> the sa Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Um, which I sometimes do, actually. Anyway, I'd like to now introduce the best um, jingle that you've ever written. was very kind, Ted. Normally I feel that jingle is too long and I try to talk over it because I think, goodness, I, but I've let it play in full this week, thanks to your kind words. I tell you I tell you what I like about it the most is that it's really bassy and and deep 
the 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 bass resonates through it, and it's yeah, it, it stands aloft. From I the thank others. you, Ted. It is actually my homage to uh, a, a lady composer whose name eludes me, who did the music for the Harry Potter plays in London. I'll try and think of her name yeah. before we finish the recording. And it, it's an ode to her. It's a tribute to her. But uh, thank you very much mm. indeed. So on, I'm beaming. So give us a room one. Get me a room. <laughs> Tell us about Goldstar. Oh, is it me? It's me. You've thrown me completely, Ted. You see what happens when you compliment me? I lose the plot entirely. Harry T. Harry T on Pebble Time Watch. I remember Pebble Watches. I remember listening to you and Steve yeah. talking about Pebble Watches and a lady called Miriam somebody sure. who, who worked for Pebble and then didn't and then couldn't tell you anymore. And yeah, yeah. Goodness me. Harry says, my Pebble Time smartwatch is still going strong in late 2021, brought out in 2015, now paired to my, to my iPhone 7, which is also still going strong. Wow, that is a long time because Pebble was the original. Yeah. It used the the um, ink paper. Uh, what do you call it? Paper ink, e ink. E -ink. Uh, goodness. Yeah. Well, good for you, Harry, for main, for sticking with Pebble. Yeah, and it was a Kickstarter campaign when it started. That's right. Off. Yeah, um, and and they they did really well initially, and and as you say, Miriam Joie was on board with them, and it it was all going really well, it seemed. But people wanted smarter and slicker and. OLED screens and blah, blah, blah. One of the big benefits of the Pebble Watch was that the battery lasted forever. Everyone around them, like Samsung and whoever else was bringing out watches, they were lasting like half a day and you had to charge yes, them up again. Right. Whereas Pebbles yes. were not. And they were, the, the battery was excellent. And they didn't try to do anything more than the simple notification. They, they just got more and more complicated. And I had a Pebble Watch. I had a couple of them. Um, and they were really nice. And so I'm really pleased that you still have got got yours harry and it's still going well done um, 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 uh, he, uh, imogen heap imogen heap ah. that's the lady okay marvelous wonderful uh, modern composer and she wrote the music to the play harry potter and the cursed child oh that rings a bell actually yeah that rings a bell uh, very clever oh. very clever very modern full of electronic noises and strange sounds and clever ways of recording and um yes yeah, so the, the the gold star was a slight homage to imogen heap Okay, I'll put that link into the show notes to the wiki page for Omogen, Imogen, Omogen, Imogen Heap. <laughs> My last gold star of the week and last item is as the daytime drivers oh. are cut above the rest. Um, and I think I I might have told you this before about the gate. Um, I said oh, to goodness, one of the yes. drivers that arrived, don't worry about shutting the gate when you come in because you're only here five minutes. Oh, no, no, sir. He called me sir. No, sir. I always do that. It's, uh, you know, we, we close the gates because it says close Aww. the gate on it. No, no. And I thought, yeah, you, you, you people are good. So much different to the ones that I used to use in the evening. I think the evening drivers are just, um, I don't know, they're a different breed. Yeah. Maybe the, the people that are better trained and and professional or um, whatever the, the, are the daytime people. Yes. But anyway, I've, since I've switched to daytimes, I've got no complaints at all about Asda. They do a really, really good job making deliveries. I think during lockdown you gave a gold star to a Waitrose driver once who who you were so happy yeah. found you without any problems yeah. whereas all the others yeah, so yeah. I can't find you. Yeah, yeah, that was um uh, let's not say who that was. <laughs> <laughs> and he couldn't I couldn't reverse That's his van right. either. Oh, good grief. Anyway, there you go. We're done, I think. We're up to the hour and we'll be back again in 2 weeks with another slap up version of whatever <laughs> works. 
in the in the meantime you can find the show url at whateverworks.works which is the um, main website links to all the stuff we've been talking about shoot out from there if you get lost or you want to join the meme group and you don't know where that is head for tedsalmon.com links everywhere from there aidenbell.com for aiden and the meme group yes um do come and join us in the MeWe group. It's great fun, and you can share with us whatever works in your life. We'll bring the highlights of that to the shows coming along, so do do that. Absolutely. Anything for you to say before you start coffee? No, sir. You're, don't, don't, don't put the thoughts in my head. You're do, no, you're, uh, you, you did admirably in my, in my slight absence this week. Thank you, Ted, and I hope I'll be <laughs> no here on, firing on all cylinders next time. We'll look forward to it. So one last thing to say... Don't forget, whatever works, works. Even if you can't buy it anymore. (laughs) Yeah.